what's what's her name? And, uh, what actress Drea Di Matteo. She played the girlfriend. I mean, she's a very good looking woman. Oh, but she's okay, getting up yeah. there. But even yeah, she still, was... but she's on OnlyFans. Uh, Adriana Georges, uh, Drea Di Matteo, Adriana Lesevra from The Sopranos just debuted her OnlyFans. This is the most shameful day in Italian American history. Hey, what's what's going on? Hey, it's just a parent. Put your butt away. <laughs> Welcome to the All-American Savage Show Podcast with your host, John Burke, and his far more attractive co-host, me. Now, let's get into it. That's what your mom said. To the All American Savage Show podcast, I am your host John Burke. Glad to have you here today. This beautiful, beautiful Wednesday afternoon. Sorry about being late today, folks. For the live show, people catching the live show. Um, uh, business, business comes, business goes, and we got to go do that before anything, as you know. So, apologies for keeping you waiting today. I uh, got a very interesting show for you today. Let's go ahead and cut that music. Uh, got it. Man, dude, binomics. You know, we've had this conversation many times before, what binomics has done to the average family that is living paycheck to paycheck. And even that being said, like, it's like people are just, they're falling on very hard times, very difficult times. And when your consumer market is basically being hit by massive inflation and you have jobs not paying more because, you know, again, their cost of goods is going up, cost of labor is going up, all this stuff is going up, you're kind of met with the situation that we're currently facing right now, which is like even shell shock, like during this whole ordeal of Bidenomics, even our sales have plummeted because people just can't afford to spend that much money anymore. Bidenomics. It's Bidenomics, yeah. It, it is 100% Bidenomics. Well, you know, <laughs> this is such a weird thing. Like, apparently now, OnlyFans is really growing. For those that don't know, OnlyFans being a resort for many women out there to sell their bodies, to try and make up the difference of what they're missing in their job, whatever the case may be. And I thought this is, like, really interesting because today's, like, right out the gate first topic is if you've seen The Sopranos, um, I'm, I'm not even going to admit, or I'll admit, I didn't finish it. I know he dies. I mean, everybody, everybody knows that. But um, if you've seen The Sopranos, actress Drea DiMatteo, who played the imperious Adriana LaServa on all six seasons of the HBO Sopranos, has launched an OnlyFans page where she is charging $15 a month to see adult-only images. The Emmy-winning actress's decision to join OnlyFans is the latest sign of hard economic times for even prominent Hollywood stars. On top of the inflation and soaring energy prices caused by the Biden administration, actors are dealing with long-term unemployment with no end in sight due to Hollywood strikes. We'll act for food. We'll act for <laughs> We'll sell myself and pictures of me for $15 a month. And I bet she, I mean, it's all over the news right now. Everybody's talking about this on Twitter, on Fi, everything. Everybody's talking about her, her shit's going to blow up. She's going to blow up and make a lot of money doing this. Um, I, I just, you know. It's pornography? I, I guess. Is that what yeah, she's doing? I guess it would be classified Who as Who is that, it? What's, what's her name? Uh, what actress Drea DiMatteo. She played the girlfriend. I mean, she's a very good looking woman. Oh, But she's okay, getting up yeah. there. But even yeah, she still. Was. But she's on OnlyFans. Uh, Adriana Georges, uh, Drea DiMatteo, Adriana Lesevra from The Sopranos just debuted her OnlyFans. This is the most shameful day in Italian American history. Hey, what's what's going on? Hey, it's just a parent. Put your butthole away. Fifteen dollars <laughs> to see my butthole. Hey, my fucking hey, grandma, we're gonna be rolling what, in the grave. What are you gonna do about it? Gabagula. Fifteen dollars to see my my chocolate starfish. What, what are you on about? Do it. Do I need to make a? I need to make a buck. It's okay. It's okay. Huh. Hey, Paisan, well, you want to see my boobies? 15 <laughs> bucks. 15 bucks. 
This is the, you know, Good for as, her. aside from this, aside from all of this, this is sad. What Bidenomics has created, what Joe Biden and his administration have created in America is just, it's, it's beyond me. It is really beyond me that, like, this is what a lot of people are having to resort to. I bet she makes good money, though. I bet you that right now. I bet she makes really so? good Oh, absolutely. As much people are giving this press and are already, she already has a following, she's attractive, dudes and women probably are going to line up to freaking pay for this. And I guarantee she she's... she nude in the series? I have no idea. I didn't see it. It was HBO, so if there was nude, they probably... I bet she, she did. If she did, then what's the point? I mean, people right. have already seen it. Yeah. Did she get nude in the series, folks? I, I want to say she did, but I'm not 100% sure. I'm not 100%. I don't know. I don't know. Hey, let me play hey, with your cannoli. Hey, what up? What up, bada bing? Bada bing, bada boom, bada butthole. <laughs> that, should be your, that should be your catchphrase. Bada bing, bada boom, bada butthole. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm on one today, folks. I'm Vato Loco, essay. Anyway, underwear scenes only. Ken Paul, like, like hit that fast. He's like, underwear scenes only. There was no boobs. Okay, that, that's what he said right. in the chat. Josh already signed it. Yeah. Josh. I just found out about it. Just found out about it. So give him like 10 minutes. Give me 10, 15 minutes. I'll by the end of the show, I'll have an account and everything. But it just, it stands to reason though. Like that's such a, this is where we're at. Like people are, I, I shouldn't say forced, but this is an option for them now. It's that uh, they'll just go start an OnlyFans, sell themselves, make a lot of money. I was watching this uh, clip yesterday by this woman who was a lawyer. She was on this podcast and she was a prominent lawyer, and then she stopped and then started an OnlyFans, and she said as a lawyer, she was making almost six figures uh, a year, and she says, now I'm making low six figures a month on OnlyFans, and it's just like, damn, and she was an attractive woman. I mean, listening to her talk, I don't think she was a very successful lawyer because she sounded kind of stupid, like, oh my God, your honor, I don't know if I think I like object to this, but I think I do, but you can see my butthole for $15. I don't know, but I feel like, you know, I'm telling you, man, these girls, like, look at some of these porn stars, how they regret their career choices. I mean, you better be sure because once you cross that line, there ain't no going back. It's impossible. Do you think it's the same though? Like doing porn with strangers? Imagine if your children like, you know, hammering yourself with some adult toys. <laughs> on camera. Well, your children are going to see that eventually. If you have kids, your family. Is, like, yeah, I guess. You bring a great shame on your family. You should just take a dildo and commit a Harry Carey with it. I mean, as I'm just saying, it's that's just uh, yeah, me. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, I'd be Old nervous school head says it. Trump should pound Pelosi on OnlyFans, and you know, people would pay to see that. I guarantee people would actually pay to see that. Maybe it's like a train wreck. You have to. It's like, all right, let's see the Cheeto dick. Let's see it. See the Cheeto let's see dick. him friggin', you know, fillet those beef curtains of Nancy O. Pelosi. Oh, I mean, she's got God. big knockers too. Remember that that, that picture? Oh, oh the my she's got God, big dude. those things have got to be fake. They have to be fake. She's Italian. What does that mean? She's got big Italian boobs. Is that a thing? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah. Italians normally have big boobs. Well, Look at Donald this guy. Trump on yeah. on. Hey, look at this guy. <laughs> I don't know. But uh, DiMatteo's OnlyFans profile photo showed her naked with her arms covering her breasts and wearing boots while smoking a cigarette. Um, the actress received acclaim for her performances in Drani, uh, Adriana Laserva, the toughest nails fiance of Michael Imperioli character who was ultimately killed per the orders of Tony Soprano. She won the Emmy for Best Supporting Actress in a Drama Series in 2004. DiMatteo went on to star in Sons of Anarchy, Desperate Housewives, and the NBC police drama Shades of Blue. She is currently starring in the Amazon series Paradise City. So then you're working. So if you're working... Then it must not be a money thing. I mean, it's got to be a money thing. What else would you do? Yeah, I know. It's gonna be huge. You're gonna like the way my penis looks. It's so huge. It looks like China. I don't know what that even means. Hollywood actors are nearing the second month of their strike, which has brought TV and movie production to a historic halt around the country. Meanwhile, Hollywood writers are approaching their fifth month of striking, the longest, the longest writer's strike in decades. DiMatteo has two children, a 15-year-old daughter and 12-year-old son from a previous relationship with country singer and record producer Shooter Jennings. What the fuck? I did not know that. 
Shooter Jennings, the son of um, Waylon Jennings. Really? Oh, yeah. And Shooter's that. actually very talented. He's got that one song he did the redid. He redid uh, Walk of Life. It's pretty good. Um, but yeah, it's crazy how people are. So it's like seven degrees of Kevin Bacon. Um, but yeah, she's got two kids, a 12 and a 15 year old. You think your 12 year old boy isn't going to get bullied at school knowing that his mom's doing OnlyFans? Wonder what kind of school he goes to. I mean, I hope it's If it's worth a liberal it. school, they're going to be like, she's so she's powerful. She's so empowered. She's so, oh my God. Yeah, I thought Shooter McGavin too, Jason. Shooter staff. Jennings, not Shooter McGavin. Yeah, I was like, oh. Okay. Greatest golf player in the history of golf. Somebody, I don't watch golf. I'm sorry. I think golf is very boring. Really? Josh Love loves it. golf. I can't get into it. Love it. I can't sh- I can't hit that ball for for the life of me. You can't. You can't. You oh, can't. Fuck you. No, hey, Josh can attest to it. I cannot. Um Oh, you only went the one time. That's all the that's all the time I needed. Like, fuck. Um, that's all the time I needed. So ah. let's talk transparency. We got the billboards up. We have two billboards for the All American Savage Show podcast. And I posted about it. And I, I said that invest in yourself because nobody else will. And I, I want people to understand something. The billboards aren't a mark of success. Uh, I think people take that the wrong way. Um, and I, I can honestly see why. It is, it's awesome to have a billboard for the podcast. Don't get me wrong. But it's a mark of this is us trying something new. This does not mean that we're like as successful as we want to be. This is us trying to reach a new audience, a bigger audience. And I just want to be clear on that. This is not one of those of like, they made it. Like, no, we haven't. We have not. We're still grinding, man. We are still grinding. I don't think people realize that our, our numbers are growing, which is awesome to see not as fast as I'd want them to, but they are growing and it's, it's wonderful to see that. But you know, it's through you that when you share the show, when you tell your friends and they tune in, when you share us on social media, you leave reviews on the podcast that helps. But you know, I I do believe in investing in ourselves. We should, because you know, if I will tell you in the years that we've been doing this, I have kind of stood back and watched how people, um, I kind of expected people to come to you with propositions. It doesn't work that way. You have to go out there and seek them. Now we do, we have, we are hitting a level now where people are coming to us with stuff and it's like, nah, you turn your nose up at it. It's like, no, because then I'd be working for you. I don't want to take away from shell shock, yada, yada, yada. But it's been a constant grind. And even to this day, we are still throwing a lot of shit against the wall to see what stick in terms of advertising, marketing. And this billboard is just another venture that we're trying to see if it works. So please don't take this the wrong way as like us saying like, you know, we made it. It's like, no, this is us just saying, look, we're going to invest in ourselves here. We're not a part of Blaze Media. We're not a part of the Trump turning point cult. Um, we, we remain independent. Nobody pays for us. Nobody buys us. We are self-employed. We're kind of like we have our own economy. Shell shock success allows us to do this. And so long as people keep contributing to shell shock and the, the kick program and stuff like that, we'll continue to do this. But that, that positions us to be in a very good spot to where we don't have to take a paycheck from anybody. I can come up here and say, fuck Donald Trump or fuck Ron DeSantis and not give a fuck about offending any sponsor. And I don't think people actually understand or appreciate that about us because, you know, I've, I've been around the Charlie Kirks. I've been around these people and they will silence you. If you're on their payroll, they're like, you can't talk about that. Mm-hmm. You know, just when I was still friends with Tommy Lahren, the censorship that goes on at Fox news would, I mean, I don't think it really surprised anybody at this point, but there's certain things they don't want you talking about. We talk about everything. I don't give a fuck. And that's the beautiful part about this. So thank you to everybody that purchases shell shock that subscribes to the show on kick that supports us through iTunes, you know, multiple different ways of supporting a show. And we are very, very appreciative with all of them. So big thank you. But yeah, we're, we're trying the billboards. We're putting them up for three months, see if they work, see if they can increase uh, podcast listenership, which hopefully we can translate into more customers uh, for Shellshock. So we're just trying different things, man. And I just want people to be aware of that to let you know that, look, we're grinding too, man. We haven't, I mean, what, what is your definition of making it? Like our sales have been down because of inflation. Yeah. Inflation's been, it's been a kicker. So we're having to figure out alternative methods of advertising because right now, bro, like advertising CBD on these platforms is damn near impossible. Especially if you're conservative leaning. Oh, Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. Business. Yeah. And then the other part of it is like, you know, seeing CBD stores in nicer parts of town doesn't usually happen. You'll see it every so often, but it's because most store owners don't want, or most property owners don't want to deal with CBDs because they look at them like head shops. And I, we found out something new the other day in regards to um, uh, one property owner said, 
they're worried about that if you have a CBD dispensary, which whatever the fuck that means, um, that when weed is legalized in Texas, they could turn it into a marijuana dispensary, and they don't want that, which I don't understand why, because that I is know, a, most of them probably smoke weed. Exactly, and they're like, like a, what, such a lucrative business. When we went you to, know how uh, people smoke weed? Mm. Like every doctors, lawyers, mm-hmm. like Absolutely. all these high-profile prof- yeah. professions. Yeah. Like I, I know a doctor over in Arlington who uh, he's a stoner. Yeah. That's, works in the ER. <laughs> if that's what people want to do, I mean, it's like, well, weed is blah, blah, yeah, I'll go home and drink. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that makes perfect sense. It's better to smoke mm-hmm. weed than drink. It's better to take gummies because they're healthier for you. Yeah, the Delta 8 is way better. I, I love than Delta. That. I'll, never Actually, go, I'll never do weed. There's no point. I like Delta 8. It's cheaper. It's cleaner. I like it's better. It really is. Yeah. I mean, it's each their own. But um, it's just nuts what you can and can't advertise. We're trying to get approved through this legit script, which would allow us to do some, some ads through Instagram or Facebook. Yeah. But Twitter shuts us down because they don't want to work with us because of my statements in regards to trans mass shooters. So fuck them. Elon turned out to be a massive little he, bitch, too, to tell you the truth. He he blocked James Woods. I'm telling you. James Woods called that motherfucker out. I think this was his revenge for everybody voting that he should put another CEO in place instead of himself. That He did it to himself. Uh, I he think fucking he did like, that to himself. I think he was like, he, I'm sorry. The way he ran Twitter so far has been very disappointing. He's done some good. But when you put it up to a vote of the masses, you are never going to please everybody. Right. So you should just be a leader and make the call. Now, the call he's made recently, I mean, he, he, he started this whole thing off with everything gets voted on. Everything gets voted on. And, okay, so now he's talking about removing the block button, and he's not even putting that to a vote. It's like, so there's inconsistency in your leadership. People has lost faith in you. And then you turn around, you block the likes of James Wood, who actually make your platform really good. James is a very, like, I would love to be able to interview this guy. Oh, before... Before we forget, uh, I believe Monday, this coming Monday, Spike Cohen joins us on the show. Uh, Libertarian presidential candidate, Spike Cohen, um, dear friend of Austin Peterson. And uh, I'm excited to have Spike on the show. He's probably one of the most prominent libertarians out there in social media. And this guy's level of trolling the IRS and the ATF is just fucking hilarious on their social media. It's great. So hopefully that works out. Um, It's supposed to be this week. He had some medical issues pop up. Hopefully he's okay. But looking forward to doing that on Monday. So make sure you tune in for that. That's going to be great. It's going to be great. But anyway, this episode is brought to you by ShellshockCBD.com and 1920brand.com. If you haven't checked out our two companies and you want to support us, go check it out. 1920brand, it offers great beverage assortments, or excuse me, we have right now the old-fashioned drink mix. These are non-alcoholic, but they are for your drinks. Uh, Not lying here, folks. And we are working on our next addition, which is the Mojito Blend. Excited for this? 1920brand.com. Step back in time and experience the unmatched flavor of the 1920 brand syrups. Handcrafted in small batches using only the finest ingredients, our expertly crafted blend of unique flavors will take your favorite whiskey or bourbon to new heights of sophistication and style. We have the old-fashioned cocktail syrup traditional for $34.99. We have the 1920 bar bar mat, and then we have the engraved 1920 rocks glasses for $14.99. You cannot beat that. You cannot beat that. Uh, and this is a company we launched uh, not too long ago. And we're slowly uh, just building this one up over time, offering new drink packages. So the Mojito Blend we're working on right now, and that should be our new release here in the next coming months. Excited for that. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, the Mojito Blend is truly really good. Yeah, he's Tyler's doing a damn good job with this one. All right, let's get into the news, folks. Outside of the OnlyFans thing, uh, we got the National Archives has about 5,400 emails Records linked to Joe Biden email aliases. Yeah, there's no way that guy makes it to 2024. I hope he does, just because I think it would be hilarious to watch Donald Trump debate him on the. He won't debate. Joe Biden. Biden, Biden will not debate. Yeah, because he's a he's an old man. He is. He, he's lost the, his, his mind. His handlers will never let him step foot on that debate stage. There's no way in hell they would allow that. Even, I think if I was on to. Biden's team, I wouldn't allow it either. I think, I think you would have to. Would debate? Yeah. Not necessarily. Hmm. Uh, there would have to be at least one debate. You think Trump should debate in the GOP? I think yeah, even when it comes down to him and one other person, I think he probably should. should but yeah. if he's leading in the aggregate polls by 50 points, then I probably don't really see a point for him to get out and debate. But I don't think he would. I don't think he would put himself in a vulnerable position like that. I don't think he will either, but I still think he should. I mean, I, I like know. hearing him debate other people. I think he's pretty good at it. I think it's fine. I won't lie. I will not shortchange Trump on that. He does make a clown show of it sometimes by making yeah. fun of people. He does have that real talk effect. But I mean, but he was when he debated Joe Biden before when he was talking about yeah. I didn't take money from all these countries. You did. You took yeah. money from China, from Ukraine, from yeah. 
Russia. And he was right. And we're going to see if the DOJ even does anything on it. We'll see. Oh, Sheepdog makes a good point. He says RFK would own him in a debate. Do you think RFK would own Trump in a debate? Own Trump in a debate? Yeah. I would actually like to see that. I would love to see RFK debate Trump because RFK, he doesn't pull punches. What's RFK's background, though? That's a good question. I don't know. Like, he just kind of popped out of nowhere. I've never heard of the guy until he... Yeah, well, he's, a, he's a Kennedy, so I mean that just you take that yeah. for what it is. But I don't know, man. I, 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 I see Austin Peterson back in Vivek Ramaswamy of all people, and I'm really shocked Austin would do that. Um, he says Vivek is the a snake. I think he's a big snake. I think Vivek is a big freaking double talking. I mean, I don't like he, he talks about wanting to defend Taiwan until we have the ability to manufacture our own ships and then leave them to their own ambiguity. I'm just kind of like that's kind of fucked up. So I saw the uh, like. I'm sorry, I don't agree with that. The clip of him from 2004 asking Democrats. I've questions. got that the clip of 18, and this is Vivek Ramaswamy said he's not into politics. He's never been yeah. really into politics. This is where he keeps getting busted for this stuff. Uh, let's go ahead and read that article then. Um, Republican presidential candidate Vivek Ramaswamy is giving himself a pat on the back after nearly 20-year-old clip of himself asking presidential hopeful why someone with the least political experience should earn his vote that went viral. And he's asking Al Sharpton, of all people. Um, during an October 2003 MSNBC town hall, head of the 2004 election, the then Harvard student posed a question to the then Democratic candidate, Reverend Al Sharpton, on his lack of office holding, noting that Sharpton's sit-down with hardball host Chris Matthews had followed two Democratic rivals, then-sitting Senators John Edwards and John Kerry, the latter who ultimately won the nomination but lost in the general election to President George W. Bush. Of all the Democrats... Oh, here, I'll just let you listen to the... Uh, and this is Vivek. There is no ifs, ands, or buts about that. Um, let's listen to the clip here. And I want to ask you, uh, last week on the show, we had Senator Kerry, and this week, and, and the week before, we had Senator Edwards. And my question for you is, of all the Democratic candidates out there, why should I vote for the one with the least political experience? Well, you shouldn't, because I... So have then you the get most- Al Sharpton respond to him, he's like, you know, you should vote for me, I have the most experience, yeah, you gotta... But Vivek has clearly said in the past he has not been involved in politics too much. This is 18-year-old Vivek talking to Democrats. It's like, you're, bro, I mean... Yes, you are. You have been involved. You were a Democrat, clearly. Uh, also, new records sh- surfaced in 20 and 2022. Vivek didn't even vote. So it's just like, uh, I, I, dude, I don't know. This guy, like, he just, he keeps going back and forth. He's so slippery. And the fact that he even talked about voting for any kind of type of Democrat. And again, he's 18. I will give you that. We all change. I understand yeah, that. Absolutely. But don't sit there and lie to the people say, I have never really been politically involved. It's like, ah, yes, you have. Yeah, that's that's kind of involved. That's, yeah. <laughs> I'd rather just come out and be honest about it. Be like, that's Look, the thing. It's like, this, yeah. I had Soros do this for me. I yeah. had this. It would make more sense for him to make that turn yeah, to exactly. being more centrist rather than left leaning. To be like, you know, I've seen what the Democrats have done the past four years. And yeah. then, under Obama's term. Yeah. You know. Well, then I'd seen the article that Vivek talked about how the WEF put his name in there up and coming, and then he sued them, got them to apologize. But my question following that is what made them feel like they could add you? They don't just pick random people. There's a reason they put you on this list. And apparently there's this Navy SEAL guy that does a podcast with this guy. And I forget his name. People keep tagging at me. Tag me in it. And, you know, this guy's like, people aren't doing the research. You know, Vivek said he sued the WEF. They took his name off. They apologized, which is all fine. And Danny, I get that. But I still have to press the question of why would they feel comfortable enough to use your name of all people? Again, he did get his college education paid for by Soros grant, George Soros's brother, which is a Soros is a Soros is a Soros. But Vivek also said that he needed the money, but he was already possibly they talked about he was already a millionaire at the time. Was he? That's what, that's what the records are showing. So there's things that aren't lining up with Vivek. And I'm very curious on that. And I'm sorry, this dude... Um, I just don't, there's just something about him. There's something about him. I just, and the idea of talking about how he wants to support Israel as much as he does, that's another red flag. And the other part is that he talks about, again, uh, defending Taiwan. He even said with military force if necessary, until we have the capabilities that Taiwan has in regards to manufacturing these chips. I'm like, so you would willingly send young men and women to die potentially if China attacks to defend a microchip manufacturing facility? Like, are you kidding me? Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I don't care if it's like a dozen facilities. It's not worth dying over. Right. But Vivek is adamant about this. So I'm just kind of like, so you're an authoritarian. I mean, you're kind of a war hawk then. It's like, I'm sorry. I think Taiwan and China, that's not our, it's not our issue. No, it isn't. It's not our, it's not our beef. But I think if you really want to support them, then you do it 
economically. Yeah. The way Trump did it through tariffs. I mean, I, I just feel like, up. I don't know. I, I feel like, I, th- I think Vivek is just very um, inconsistent with his, his points. I don't get it. I don't get this. And I'm just, again, I'm really surprised Austin's back in this guy. He keeps saying he's the most libertarian uh, candidate. Well, then if he that's sounds the case, like it, he no, sounds, I'll give it to him. He's saying all the right things yeah. on that debate stage. Yeah. I think if you, well, are, he ripped off Obama's line, yeah, which if, is funny. So it's like, if oh. you're a Trump fan, then what he said you, uh, probably aligns with most of your, you know, your ideology. Yeah. But, but I just, the other thing is like, I don't trust this guy simply because of, he will not attack Donald Trump. He attacked him in his book. But then when it came to debates and everything else, he will not go against Donald Trump. I don't think I would either. I don't know that I would attack Donald Trump. Everybody either. else is except Vivek. Vivek's in. He's, yeah. angling, he's angling for that VP slot. I That's would do why something I can't respect than, the guy. I would do something different than everybody else. So if I was up there, everybody else is bashing him. I wouldn't focus he's on trying that. To, I would focus on what he was saying, which I think he did a great job getting those talking points out. Whether mm. Do I believe him? I he, don't. He did He did do he good did. in the debates. I will I will admit that, but like I said, though, a lot of his stuff is just it's two-sided. I can't agree with it. No, same here. So, but yeah, that whole WAF thing is just like, why would they feel inclined enough to actually even put your name on their website as an up-and-coming influencer or whatever the case? It's like there's something to that. They don't just pick random people. What do you think happens yeah. with Biden in these, all these emails at the National Archives? Nothing. I mean, Nothing. he's got several different aliases: Robert Peters, Robert Ware, yeah. J.R.B. Ware. I mean, that's. I, I how could you not look at this and not talk about it if you're the legacy media right now? Yeah, uh, the article Josh referencing says National Archives has about 5,400 emails records linked to Joe Biden's email aliases. The email aliases Robert Peters, Robin Ware, and J.R.B. Ware were used to share government information and discuss business with Hunter Biden and associates, according to the Southern Legal Foundation, which filed a lawsuit to compel the agency to turn over the emails. Uh, why would you even keep those emails? I would delete that shit. This guy's... I mean, if I was on the take the and stuff, I'd be... Yeah, right? And most corrupt politician moron. ever to, <laughs> to live in a, America. A legit moron. Legit moron. Like, yeah. totally corrupt... Nat. I, yeah. They don't even talk about the cocaine they found in the White House anymore. No, that guy was just cocaine. The FBI. But listen, you guys got to <laughs> keep it to two beers a week. The FBI for January six tracked down over a thousand people using facial recognition software and everything else out there, but you couldn't find who the coke belonged to in they your own white. They exactly. They, they know exactly. It's one of the Biden is. family, whether Absolutely. or not it's Hunter or not, but it's one of the Bidens. One hundred percent. It has to be. Yeah. It has to be. And they're just not saying anything. And about they're, it. yeah, they're gonna cover it up. Hush, hush. Guy, but, just a little bit of. Coke, but listen. But listen, have you, you seen keep- Trump? What he's done? It's like, bro, you got blow in the White House. Now, do I think it's the first time they've had? No, come on. Kennedy was sneaking prostitutes in the back door. Let's not even sit here and kid ourselves that that house is some kind of holy sense. A freaking house that's that they'll just how stupid they are. Like, why wouldn't you just carry it in on yourself if you know you're not going to get searched, right? Why you have know- a dealer come drop it off in a cubby and you go try to do some cloak and dagger shit that's- and find and pick it up? I don't know. I mean, they're just like nasty they're people. Stupid. They're so stupid. All too often, public officials abuse their power by using it for their personal and political benefit. When they do, many seek to hide it. Southern Legal Foundation General Counsel Kimberly Herman just told the news in a statement. The only way to preserve government integrity is for NARA to release Biden's nearly 5,400 emails to SLF and thus the public. The American public deserves to know what is in them. House Oversight Committee Chair James Cormer, uh, representative out of Kentucky, is uh, August requested the archives hand over all documents and communications in which the then Vice President Joe Biden used pseudonyms such as Robert Peters, Robin Weir, and J.R.B. Weir. Joe Biden has stated that there was an absolute wall between his family's foreign business schemes and his duties as vice president. But evidence reveals that access was wide open for his family's influence peddling. Comer wrote in a statement, the National Archives must provide these unredacted records to further our investigation into the Biden's family corruption. Robert Peters alias raised concern among Republicans since 2021 as it is unusual for government officials to use an obscure government network with an alias. Why else would you use an alias? There is no other reason mm. but to use an alias to cover up your true identity. And the question is, why are you trying to cover up your true identity? That's the yeah. smoking gun in and of itself. Why are you using pseudonyms? You don't need it. You're the vice president. Unless <laughs> you're trying to cover something up. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. I think I think they've got more than enough to like impeach this guy. Legit they, impeach Joe Biden. They've had enough. And, and get it passed in the Senate where this dude is actually kicked out. But they're not going to. They're not going to. I know. Why do an inquiry, you know, an impeachment? Just do it. Because you got to build your case. 
You got to build your case enough. It's like if, if they haven't built enough information to get this guy impeached by now, then I think you're right. They're not going to do it. I don't think they're going to do anything. They're scumbags themselves. Um, I've been suspicious ever since my office uncovered this fact back in 2021. And we have unfortunately gotten no response from the White House to the four letters that my office has sent on this matter. Senator Ron Johnson um, told Breitbart News last week, it's incredibly worrisome that Joe Biden continues to evade our oversight efforts surrounding his corruption. Okay, then what are you going to do about it? The Robert L. Peters alias received an email in 2016 that CC'd Hunter Biden about Ukraine. The email, which Cormer says the committee already saw, includes an attachment with the vice president's schedule, indicating that he had spoken by phone to then-Ukrainian President Petro Proshenko. Hillary's homebrew ain't got nothing on Robert Peters' government-funded money laundering operation, former Deputy Director of National Intelligence Cash Patel alleged to Breitbart News. Joe Biden used taxpayer dollars while vice president to set up an offshore-style email server based in the White House to route all of his emails regarding his and Hunter's business dealings with the Chinese, Ukrainians, and others. Robert Peters, or excuse me, Robert Peters alias has a at PCI.gov domain name, as Breitbart News reported. PCI represents an executive office of the president and is connected to a Department of Defense network. PCI networks encompass the Secret Service, Executive Office of the President, National Security Staff, and White House Communications Agency, WHMO. According to the White House Communications Agency, WHCA, the network meets or excuse me, the networks meet WHCA's primary alternative contingency emergency pace communications requirements. So this guy within the White House used a .gov to set up his own little email server to facilitate deals with the Chinese in Ukraine while also communicating with Hunter Biden. You've got the emails, you've got the network, but we've already seen with the Hillary Clinton campaign, nothing happened to her. What was it 54,000 emails? Oh, 30, poof, gone. 35,000? 35, whatever. That's probably more. It's probably like probably, 100,000. Yeah, yeah, 100% more. So it seems, and here's the thing, folks, and I'm going to say something that's going to piss a lot of you off. If you sit here and you honestly think Democrats are the only one doing this. You don't know what you're talking about. Republicans do it too. Don't oh, even yeah. get it. Don't even get it twisted. I think where we're at right now, though, is we want to see the same amount of quote unquote justice be applied to the left. They're trying to apply to the right. That that right there is where I think the conundrum is. But it's, it's just beyond me. You've got the smoking gun. You've got the evidence in the emails. You've got this all linked to, to Joe Biden, Hunter Biden. And there isn't a damn thing going to happen to these guys. Hunter Biden already got a slap on the wrist. They're not even going to prosecute him for the gun crimes. <laughs> Are just, they not? No, I don't think so. I know they threw Slap out his on the deal because it was so vague. Mm -hmm. Like any crime that he's ever committed would be expunged and mm -hmm. he wouldn't have to worry about ever getting basically a free pass just yeah. to commit crimes whenever he be wants. as corrupt as he wants. Go rob a bank, yeah. murder somebody. I love. Fly a hooker across state lines. I, I love how for four years under Trump, the press, the left, went after even Baron Trump, yeah, a kid. They tried every aspect, every angle to attack him. And again, I am no fan of Donald Trump anymore, but I would at least acknowledge the fact that the left is so hypocritical in your application of fair and balanced reporting, fair and balanced judgment and justice. And I have seen the exact opposite. That's why I do feel like in the future, it's kind of like when the pendulum swings so far one direction for the left where they're using banana republic style tactics on President Trump that it's like, okay, well, then it's justified now. Like now we're going to, this is, this is like once yeah. the left pulled the trigger on this, this is what it's going to be now. It's political prosecution of your political opponents. And bro, I'll be honest with you from a, a completely pragmatic viewpoint, I wouldn't blame the right for doing it against the left because the left deserves it at this point. I feel like every single person that has tried to lob and a a um not a strong case against Trump simply to just smear his name. I, I really feel like that does feel like it's some type of election interference. It is election interference. When you and we're gonna get to the story of when President Trump's court date has been set. You seen that one? Yeah, the day before Super Tuesday. Yeah, and in twenty twenty four. Shocker. Figure. Yeah. Shocker. So it's just like there is no deny, but do I feel like this warrants Trump being president? Absolutely not. But I can I can at least concede to the fact that this is bullshit. This is a dog and pony show trial. This is I can't believe it. I, I don't know, man. See, I, I just feel like this whole thing is a massive circus, and I'm just fed up with it. I'm me, fed this up with is all what of he's it. been dealing with his entire political career so mm -hmm. far is yeah. fighting against this stuff. I just think it's a lot more brazen now because they don't yeah. give a fuck. No, I agree. Like yeah. I think they were doing a lot more stuff behind the scenes than yeah. they were in front of the camera. Mm -hmm. 
And now it's just they're they're doing whatever they want to do because they yeah. don't want this guy to even run for office anymore. He's still running. He's still going to keep going. They're not going to stop him. No, they're they're not. They're not going to stop. This guy's going to get the nomination, and God willing, he'll be president again. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I think he will get the nomination. I don't think he's going to win. I really don't. I think he wins. I think you'll see an overwhelming amount of people come out to the polls this year and but then vote. Okay, but with that being said, it's got to be by that token, Josh. (laughs) By that token, Josh. If what you say is correct, and Trump passed the CARES Act for mail-in ballot voting to fund all of this, and then says that's the biggest way in which Democrats cheat. You've opened the pathway even more to allow them to cheat even more. And then you come out and you say that you don't want to do ballot harvesting because you're going to get the numbers anyway. Doesn't sound to me like he's really setting himself up for success here in the future. So it's like, based upon everything he's said and done, how is he going to prevent another election being stolen from him then? Can anybody answer me that? I think there'll be people on the ground like that one dude, Scott Pete. What's his name? Scott? who Lebido? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He goes around yeah, and registers people. Mm-hmm. Oh, no. You're talking about Scott. Um, damn it. I can't think of his name. You know I mean, what I'm talking about. I know you, Scott. I, I, that's not Peterson, is it? No. Uh, I, I know you're talking about, though. Uh, Laura Loomer attacked him. But anyway, like yeah. him going they gotta out love and, how that's working out. Laura doing Lula, that yeah. stuff, doing the being the foot soldiers for yeah. the campaign, whether or not Trump wants to do it or not. Yeah. I think you could still go out. And, well, it was like a slap and, in his face. Yeah. Like this guy's worked hard to get voters registered. He's and stuff. His ass. He has. Uh, Scott Pressler, thank you. Pressler, yeah, um, yeah. And then you know, I saw Laura Loomer attack him because he made a comment that wasn't necessarily in favor of DeSantis, pretty much. But then Laura Loomer goes all in on this guy, and Trump is so smart. He manipulates Loomer like she is such an idiot. This woman is such a fucking Stockholm Syndrome lunatic, and nobody's nobody's afraid of her. She doesn't do accurate reporting. She does biased reporting, and she tries these loomer gotcha moments. But even she attacks this guy for even showing the slightest interest in Ron DeSantis, and so she goes after him talking about all this random stuff, and she's like, hmm, very suspect. But Trump invites her to a dinner and has a conversation with her and just... Turns her keys a little bit more, winds her back up, and then lets her go. Yet he's, I, I guarantee he's not going to give her any, um, anything in his administration. Yeah. And the funny Why? part about it is, is that she went after Marjorie Taylor Greene. She, like, tried to confront her, and Marjorie Taylor Greene kept, kept walking. And it's like the women are catfighting over Donald Trump. This is such a clown show. This is such a circus at this point. I'm bitches, sorry. Bitches, calm down. Bitches, be crazy. Bitches, be crazy. And it's like, this is this is how you treat your people, Trump. Like, rein these bitches in and tell them to unfuck themselves, get your hose in check, get your bottom bitch Laura Loomer in check, first of all. She has turned more people off to voting for Donald Trump than I think anybody else out there. And the Stockholm Syndrome that this woman possesses is fucking hilarious. Fucking hilarious. But that's where we're at. That's where we're at. So, it's just, I I just, I don't see a pathway forward for Donald Trump. I just don't. Yeah, I do. I'm curious to I, see, I like, he, how, is he he gonna, how is he going to stop the steal again? We'll see. I just think he wins. I think there's enough people that are fed up, even on the Democratic side. Did you see his numbers with uh, black voters? What, they go up? Yeah. Yeah, I can see that. It went, like, Joe Biden's went from 90%, getting 90%. Yeah. Of, like, it's dropped all the way down to, like, 60%. Trump's yeah. up 20%. They're going to say, people are saying they're, 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 they're uh, associating that with his mugshot being released. But has it? All, I I would assume that's also Bidenomics in play. I think enough people out there have yeah. turned on Joe Biden over the past two to three years. It's the to economy. Say, yeah, hundred percent. I don't care if yeah. you're what color you are. That doesn't matter at all. Well, a lot people of MAGA influencers, have families, and have kids don't yeah. want oh, yeah. Yeah. adults. At least most adults yeah. don't want people talking to their kids about sex, or they yeah. don't want you know they worry about you know where my where my next paycheck is. But that blows my from. mind though, because Ron DeSantis has legitimately attacked that and banned that from Florida, whereas in Trump didn't. Trump didn't do anything about it. I know, but DeSantis did. So as I'm a just, governor, he's got more pull to do that stuff, right? He does, I don't but know that's that also leadership. I don't think a president can come down and just start, you know, waving a magic wand and making every state do what he they wants. They did right? with executive orders. Yeah, I just don't think that's the right way to yeah. do it. I well, think I mean, you're it, can right start with you, the, it can start right there with the Department of Education. I, number one, I think that should be abolished. It sounds I think like most people do. It seems worthless at this point because, I mean, you see so much woke nonsense in these school systems that, dude, and these teachers, they're everywhere. They are legit everywhere. I feel bad for these parents that have to go to these schools that have these teachers with rainbow flags in the room, uh, weird haircuts, these butch lesbians that look like just flat out dykes. It's like, no, like, I don't want my child being taught by you. Like, seriously, they do. Like, it's just disgusting. And they're never yeah. attractive. 
They're always a social outcast. They're not very they're not very well educated. They're educated on woke policies and bullshit. Weigh about 300 pounds. Weigh about 300 pounds. Have a septum ring. Uh, have pronouns in their bio, which equates to, oh, you're retarded. Okay, I got it. No, I, I yeah. mean that, too. I think you're legitimately retarded if you use pronouns. I do. I think you're retarded. Yeah, something going on upstairs. I think so, or lack of something going on yeah. upstairs. One of the two. I don't know. No connection. But I think these people are just, they're unhinged. So, um, listen to this. This is, this is the common sense world we live in now. Report says, Judge Chutkin compares January 6th to 9-11 attacks, Boston Marathon bombing. U.S. Judge Tanya S. Chutkin reportedly compared the January 6th Capitol riot to the 9-11 attacks and the Boston Marathon bombing on Monday when she questioned the need for a long delay before his trial in Washington, D.C. Chutkin's remarks were reported by Julie Kelly, who has covered the trials of defendants accused by of participating in the January 6, 2021 riot at the U.S. Capitol via her Substack publication, Declassified with Julie Kelly. Um, and she tweets out, this is from Julie Kelly, and she says, and there you have it, folks. Obama appointed Tanya Chutkin as compared January 6th to Boston Marathon bombing and 9-11, insulting the, the victims and legally illiterate. She isn't just crooked, but painfully stupid. And she's right. This is a sitting judge. This is a sitting judge, folks, that has made this comparison. On 9-11, there were over 3,000 killed. Boston Marathon bombing, I don't have those stats off the top of my head, but I can tell you this, on January 6th, there was like, what, two or three people that were killed? Ashley one. Babbitt was shot. I think one. I think one officer had and a it was heart Ashley attack. Babbitt. Yeah, but I think an officer had a heart attack and died. After. Oh, after. Okay, but still. There's, so it's like, she let's, was the only let's person just that was be killed. liberal with the figures and just say two. Let's give them two. That doesn't even rank in comparison. And the damage done by those planes flying into the World Trade Center in New York, not to mention the cancerous after effects of all the inhalation of all that smoke and the debris and things in the air for so long. And you have the audacity. You have the balls, nay, the clit, to sit there and make the comparison that January 6th is akin to 9-11 and the Boston Marathon City bombing. I'm sorry, you're a fucking joke, and it's very clear that as a judge, you should be thrown out on your sorry ass. The fact that Obama appointed you just showcases why woke politics in this country are killing it, and it's revolving around the black race. Uh-oh, did I say it? I did. Look at you. Look at Obama. Under Obama, race relations got to an all-time worse. Under Biden, they're getting even worse. Trump, it actually wasn't that bad under Trump. But now with Biden, isn't it interesting how whenever we have a Democrat leadership, it's always the race politics come right back into it. They get they get resurrected, they and have. then it's all about race, 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 race. Race, 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 race. That's all it's about. And then we get a Republican, and that shit just dies off because people stop talking about it. Or they at least try and instigate these fires and nobody buys into it. But every time, every time we get a Democrat leadership administration, this is what it this is what's revolving around the news. It's so fucking tiresome. I'm so over it. You know, they talk about there was one guy that wants to usher back in Jim Crow because he's a politician. Yeah, because I feel like black people would have a much better advantage than being, you know, mixed with white people. You know what? Fucking do it. But don't you dare use white taxpayer money. Use black. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. Well, Is that well. A, was it a black person that said that? Uh, I think it was a Hispanic dude, I think. I forget what it was. He was a minority. And I'm just like, wow, dude. Okay. You know what? I'm kind of for it. You could do that anyway. Right? You want to segregate? If you just Fucking wanted, go like, do it. Go do it. I want to be around your kind anyway. If that's how you feel, you're racist, go away. Go segregate and be with other, other minority racists. <sighs> I'm proud to be white. That I really don't me. give a fuck. I don't right? give a shit about skin color. I really don't. I've never sat there and said I'm proud to be white and actually meant it. I'm proud of my actions and my achievements. I'm proud of the things and the way I think, yada, yada, yada. But nowhere have I ever said and actually meant it outside of trolling and joking that I'm proud to be white because I don't take that into consideration. I think somebody's actions and who they are as a person determines more so what they should be proud of versus ashamed of. And if you use your race, and I'm sorry, black people, but you do this. If you use your race as a form of being proud, you're a loser. You're just a loser. You have nothing going for you except your race. And that just means you haven't achieved shit in life. Oof. Oof. I'm swinging hard for the fences today. Uh, Disney cancels uh, Disney Plus, the streaming service, cancels Woke Doogie Hauser reboot. Oh, my God. You know that wasn't going to be good. Um, and it won't air completed Spiderwick and 20,000 League shows. I didn't even know those were things. I didn't even know about this, but I'm glad they're not. Disney Plus streaming service is cutting three series 
as a part of the studio's continued efforts to rein in its pro profligate, uh, excuse me, profligate spending. The woke multiracial reboots of Doogie Howser, MD, and 20,000 Leagues Under the Sea among the titles on the chopping block. You know, it's funny, like, you know, um, Doogie Howser, who plays it, Neil Patrick Harris. Yeah. It was hilarious in How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. Like, and that guy's ultra liberal woke. Now, imagine him doing a homosexual. A, oh, yeah. Big, big gay. Um, big gay guy, which is so funny because he played like the perfect womanizer in How I Met Your Mother. Like, he really nailed that role. But imagine, imagine a new released woke version of Doogie Howser. Like, come on, man. Nobody's going to watch that shit. This is brainwashing. Yeah, this is. is brainwashing at a very young age. And that's what I feel Democrats are trying to do. Woke Hollywood is trying to do this by trying to get your kids watching these shows and then impregnating their brains with this bullshit, this gender ideology nonsense, the pronouns. And folks, it starts off small. There's cartoons right now that are pushing the pronoun thing. Be mindful of what your kids are watching. Oh, yeah. I'm it's telling out you, there. there was a cartoon where there was two gay guys yep. dating in the very beginning of this cartoon. I'm like, what yep. the? F well, not on my watch. You get that gay shit out of here. Get that gay shit out of here. FBI probes Uzbek asylum seekers who cross border with help from trafficker linked to foreign terror group. Great job, Biden. Great job. Federal authorities are investigating a cohort of Uzbek nationals who crossed the U.S.-Mexican border and claimed asylum in the United States after a new intelligence found they relied on assistance from a human trafficker linked to a foreign terrorist organization. Intelligence reporting alerted us to a human smuggling network uh, to facilitate the travel of Uzbek nationals to the United States. White House National Security Council spokesperson Adrian Watson said in a statement to Fox News, as with all identified human smuggling networks, which seek to prey on the vulnerable and evade nations' legal systems, the U.S. government immediately took steps to sexfully, er, successfully disrupt it. I sincerely doubt that. I sincerely doubt that. I don't think you stopped anything. U.S. government has taken steps to identify all those who entered. In the United. You welded the gates open. Like, it's like, oh, the human trafficking, that's too far. But everybody else, come on. I posted a video on my Instagram. If you want to go see this video, in the video, it's from somebody's TikTok, but they said Mexico crossing. These are not Mexicans. No, they're not. They're not Mexicans. They're Chinese nationals. They're El Salvadorians. Well, I got some. It looks like there's some Middle Eastern people as well coming Mid through. It's yeah. like, hmm. Yeah, I saw that. Some Something about ISIS. We're going to need another World Trade Center before this country gets its head out of its ass. Jesus. And it, it wasn't even, what, 21, 22 years ago? And you still haven't learned? You have to have a border. You've got to protect yourself. It's just ridiculous at That's, this point. I mean, he has to be being paid by China. I think so, Or yeah. some other foreign countries to leave our border open like it is. It's got to be. Republicans blast Trump's total sham trial date before Super Tuesday. Blatant election interference. And they're not wrong. They're not wrong on this one. Um, Republicans blasted U.S. District Judge Tanya Chutkin's scheduling the trial date for former President Donald Trump's federal case the day before Super Tuesday, deeming it another corrupt act of President Joe Biden's DOJ, as well as a blatant form of election interference against the former president and Republican frontrunner. On Monday, the Associated Press reported that Chutkin's decision in Washington, D.C., after she denied Trump's legal team's request a, for a spring 2026 date, the trial date for the former president's case, alleging he attempted to overturn the 2020 election results, is set for a day before more than a dozen states hold their caucuses on primaries, marking one of the most momentous days in the presidential primary process. I actually think this is going to help him. You think so? I think every time they try, and again, this is just me being unbiased against Donald Trump. Again, I'm not voting for the dude, but I do feel like Democrats ploy with using this ploy it's going to bolster his numbers this is ever i mean again mugshot blew him up even more you put the more examples they give the right and the center and democrats for that matter to use and showcase what a witch hunt and bullshit this is then it's like yeah i mean you are you're making a martyr out of this guy like they democrat are. you just don't get it like if you wanted donald trump to go away stop talking about him but you can't. They can't stop. They cannot stop. Donald Trump's got you by the short hairs, and you keep engaging in the circus, and this is what happens. So you can try and fuck this guy over and make it on, you know, the right before Super Tuesday. Motherfucker, that's like the biggest energizer of every voter out there to say, you know what? Fuck the left. Go vote. I wonder if they... I mean, you can't ask for a better press than that. 
hey, your guy's getting indicted, blah, 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 blah. Or this is his trial date. Go fucking vote. I wonder if they can petition the Supreme Court. I think they will. Actually, I, mean, I, don't think they will. I don't think they will. If I was Trump's legal defense, I would just be like, nope, we're settling on that. Absolutely. Get out there and fucking vote and plaster this shit everywhere you can. Everywhere you can. Make this your war cry, your rally cry to go out there and vote. And I think, I think, I think Trump would be foolish. Don't look a gift horse in the mouth. This is, this is make, make use of this. I think the other part of the problem is too, is that they have thousands and thousands of documents that they have to go through to build their case. So if you're saying, you know, you've got a hundred thousand pieces of uh, evidence, evidence you have to go through, then you need to build your I'm gathering evidence. I don't know. I think it's, I, I think this is a good thing for Trump. This is gonna it's gonna make again, it's gonna build his, his his core base. They're gonna love this. Um and again, even Democrats are admitting this is bullshit. This is a weaponization of the DOJ, hence why the DOJ should be what abolished. Democrats? No, there there are I feel like there's a lot of Democrat voters that are looking at this saying this is bullshit. Oh voters, okay. Yeah, yeah. Voters. I'm not talking about the freaking um nah. representatives don't care. They don't even a little bit. They don't give a shit. They care more so about what their voters are gonna think. And I think that more, the more and more Democrat voters that come out and say this is a sham, then slow. Look, the opinion starts with the voter base. Even Trump is good at this. I will concede this. When the voter base starts rallying around a cause or a saying or a statement or whatever, that's when the politicians start taking notice. Look at gay marriage. The Clintons were against it. Biden was against it. And then suddenly their voter base and the Democratic Party is like, oh, no, normalize the homos. It's like, all right, okay, fine. The homos can get married. And then what, suddenly what are the Clintons and Biden all about? It's like, oh, let them get married. Absolutely. We stand for the rights of the fags to get married. I'm pretty sure Biden probably said something like that. Pretty sure. Oh, yeah. I'm sure he's, he's racist gonna, motherfucker. Let's I'm sure he's got a real loose mouth. Oh, I'm sure he does. But it just goes to show every single time the population embraces and adopts a new ideology, whatever the case may be, then it's reflected in the, the elected leaders. And then if an elected leader does not encompass it or does not embrace it, he is usually outvoted and that person steps down and another woke candidate takes his place. And that's why you see the DNC getting worse and worse and worse. Hence your Ilhan Omar's, your AOC's, your Rashida Tlaib's, all of these woke dipshit minority motherfuckers that don't know their ass from a hole in the ground, have never operated a business, know dick all about when it comes to economics and things like that. And they just get more and more powerful because they say the right things. They're they're literally like Vivek Ramaswamy. These people are saying everything you want to hear. But of course, they're never going to make good on it. But what they're saying isn't good. To their own people it is. To us Do you bad. think so? Absolutely. Fight capitalism. Communism is the way to go. That's because these new democratic Gen Z dipshits don't understand what communism actually is. It's, it's this feel good of like, you only take what you need and you give everything else. It's like, okay. Show me where that works and they're successful. Please show me. And they always go to healthcare, and that's not even a good example. Terrible example. Terrible example. This is terrible. Terrible example. But I don't know. Last, most certainly not least, and you got to love this. You have to love this. New York City Mayor Eric Adams. Man, I kicked that crackle's ass. Who's still got elected for being a racist black supremacist. uh, Slams Kathy Hochul's handling of migrant crisis. Correct me if I'm wrong, but didn't Eric Adams even say that New York was a sanctuary state? Didn't, uh, yeah. didn't he go out there and talk about how migrants are welcome in New York and uh, now you're backpedaling? He sure did. Put your money where your mouth is. Dipshit. Dipshit. Mayor Eric Adams on Tuesday ramped up his criticism of Governor Kathy Kochel's handling of the local migrant influx. They don't even have that many. You don't even have a day's worth compared to Texas. Governor Hochul has been a partner on subway safety, on crime, on a host of things. But I think on this issue, the governor is wrong, Adams said during a fireside chat at a city law breakfast at New York Law School. She's the governor of the state of New York. New York City is that is in that state. Every county in this state should be part of this. Hochul pushed the blame on President Biden last. Oh, oh, oh. you got to love the blame game. Hochul pushed the blame on President Biden last week in an address to the state demanding the White House step up and take ownership of the more than 100,000 asylum seekers who have made their way to New York since last spring from the southern border. Adam Slam Hochul saying in a statement following her address that she was abdicating her duty as governor to create a statewide response to the crisis and forcing other areas of New York to pitch in. (laughs) Oh, you got to love that. New York City is caring 
for nearly 60,000 migrants, according to the figures from City Hall last week, with thousands arriving each week, forcing city officials to scramble to find enough emergency housing. And all Abbott is doing is sending a few busloads, and that's really what's doing it for you guys? Really? So it just goes to show that, you know, you can't even handle what Texas is dealing with on a day-to-day basis. Pussies. Bitches. So much for New York. Probably uh, has, like, he has to deal with it every single day now because he's getting so many calls in his office about you gotta love it. all the illegals taking up all the resources. You got to love it. Yeah. All the lower income families that depend on the city to make ends meet. All the illegals are well, coming they in. Scream and for this. They scream for that. open borders. You scream for all this stuff. And then when it comes time to put your money where your mouth is, you back the fuck down and you start screaming, oh, we should, yeah. we should, you know, close the borders. Like, well, look, you know, during the campaign, you push for this. Now you deal with it. And New Yorkers, you voted for it. Now you deal with it. So. Yeah, that's what I don't understand about these people, like, agreeing to have or wanting to have the borders open. Like, well, where do you think all these people are going to go? Mm. Until they yeah. start to come to your city, then it's a problem. Then it's, yeah. you know, then it's a problem. P two Randy Marsh in the chat said, "John's a libertarian until shot goes too far. Then he's a conservative light." Okay, libertarian until shit goes too far. Two is two is two o's, not one. Clearly, you don't know how to fucking spell. Uh, and then he's conservative light. I've never claimed otherwise. I'm not a Republican, but I do have conservative leanings. So I mean, thank you, I guess. And I'm not even a full libertarian because I'm sorry, but libertarians are a bunch of fucking nerds when it comes to gatekeeping their own party. So I don't know if that's the gotcha moment you thought it is. And, oh, you, you fucking gotcha, got bitch. me? You gotcha, bitch. Like, okay. You can call me what I, like, that's the thing. Like, people, dude, people come at me sideways all the fucking time. All, every comment I get, it's like, John's this, John's a sell, John. I got accused the other day of making a fake account to respond to some dude in my comments. It's like, motherfucker, dude, I'll bitch slap you in the comments with my fucking name on that. I don't give a goddamn about fucking hiding from you motherfuckers. It's like, you, I don't get this. Like, you think I'm fucking scared of you? Sounds and like none of you, none of you call in and debate me. None of you do. Every single one of you motherfuckers. I will sit there and say, here's the number. Call me live on the show. It's not edited. It's not scripted. You can debate me fucking live and make me look like the idiot that you think I am. And you never do. I will drop the dick of challenge and you will just run from it. Like the little pussies that you are. I'm just, I'm, I'm in, I, I don't get this by now, but I know what it is. It's because when I come out with my opinions, it insults their identity. They don't like that. So they try and insult mine in return. And usually you try and categorize me very inaccurately. And then when I say, well, then let's debate it. Oh, you're just, you're a pussy. Blah, blah, blah. Go fucking kill yourself, you fucking worthless little fucks. Don't come in my comment section and throw down the gauntlet of challenge and then run when I call you on it. Because you're lucky I even fucking, other people won't pick you up on like crowding. They won't deal with this shit. They just ignore it. I'm like, motherfucker, you want to take your shot at me? You've got, I've gi- I'll give you the fucking gun and the range to do it. Come fucking do it. And no one ever does. If I'm that stupid, you shouldn't be afraid to come on this show and make me look dumb. I don't cut people off. I don't try and talk over them all the time. I let them make their point. I feel like, you know, whenever somebody wants to, you are more than welcome to disagree with me on this show. And no one ever does. I I don't get that. I don't get that. You know, the fact that I even push more DeSantis than Trump. How's that DeSantis grift working out for you? Where's the grift? Where am I making money off Ron DeSantis? Can anybody, you know, and you know, when you try and show this to them, it's like, where's the grift? Well, it's because they can't prove it because it's not true. And they like using these, these buzzwords to try and get a reaction out of people. But it's just like, all you got to do is call them. It's like, where's the grift? Can you show me the grift? I'll give you $5,000 if you can prove the grift that I'm grifting for DeSantis. Can you please do that for me? Show me. And they never do. They never do. Never. You got to love it. You got to love it. Nobody ever wants to fucking debate weird we don't know how that works uh anywho appreciate your guys love and support and uh, don't forget fridays to call in subscriber days like you're not even subscriber it's subscriber only audio so over on itunes if you are a member of the uh, the podcast 99 cents a month you get access to friday's episode where we actually take calls from the people and you're open to debate me on anything you want to talk about during the week i don't care you're welcome to freaking debate me i don't give a shit let's talk let's talk it out motherfuckers let's hug it out bitch but uh, yeah, there we go. But that's going to be this Friday. And don't forget, hopefully we got Spike Cohen coming up on uh, Monday. Excited for that. 
good old Spike. Uh, excited to pick his brain. Uh, somebody I really look up to. I like where he stands on a lot of issues out there. And I definitely want to um, I want to pick his brain on his, the current state of affairs in the GOP and Donald Trump. Because I listened to a Twitter space with him and he fucking went in on Trump and he was accurate to a T. But I'm excited for that because Spike is actually, he's got a good level head. I like what he, a lot of what he talks about. I'm a very intelligent man. So and I don't think you know of him. Jeez, why don't you guys make out already? Uh, if he hosts the show, you're fucking fired, bitch. Nah. It sounds, it sounds like it. Jeez. <laughs> I'm excited for it, though. Spike's a very intelligent. I think you'll really like him, man. You'll appreciate his stances. But all right, folks, that does it for today's episode. We appreciate you tuning in. Hey, if you enjoyed what you heard, share the episode. Help us grow the Savage Army. Enlist, enlist more like-minded people. You don't have to agree with what we say, but the idea of individual thought Free thinking, critical thinking is what I think makes us all unique. And that's what we should expand upon and unite under. So I appreciate your thoughts out there. Thank you for all the comments, the shares, the likes, the dislikes, the everything. You guys are fucking amazing. I can't, I can't, I can't say that enough. So you got anything to add, my man? You guys have a great day. And as always, January 6th was nowhere close to being akin to 9-11, you fucking retards. Transhumanism.